0: Welcome to Small Business, Big Network, the podcast for small business owners who want big results from their networking. I'm Liz Drury, a freelance voiceover artist who knows that if you're not working, then networking could help. Yanis Gafriades is the co-founder and CEO of Cove, helping professionals grow and nurture their networks. He says that networking and following up with your contacts needs to become a habit so that you stay top of mind. Thank you very much for being my podcast guest today, Yanis. Thank you for inviting me, Liz. Now you're the co-founder of Cove, and I think it's fair to say that you're a lover of networking. Why is networking so important to you?
1: Well, it I did realize early in my career. So I I, I started I started my career in London working for uh, corporates, and I did realize that I really enjoyed working with different people and building uh, like rapport and trust. It, it's I come from a small place. I come from Cyprus, and it's something that uh, came naturally to me. And slowly, I realized that actually building meaningful relationships and not I know I know networking has become a bit of a of an evil world nowadays, um, sometimes it's misunderstood. So building relationships, uh, I did realize that had a, a really big effect on my career. So uh, I've made it a, a very big part of what I do nowadays to actually share that knowledge and uh, make sure that I help people become effective in networking.
0: Yeah, so what led to the formation of Cove and, and when did that happen?
1: So I met Alex who is my co-founder back in London and we both worked for a a big consulting firm when we met and we were discussing uh, this so it was a frustration in the beginning to be honest that's what uh, founded Cove our frustration Mm -hmm. of actually realizing that a big part of our work uh, revolved around relationship building and uh, it started uh, being how we progressed our career and then it ended up being how we actually business developed how we recruited and we were frustrated that we 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 thought we didn't have neither the right education around it mm-hmm. and uh, the right knowledge and also we didn't have the right tools so we were given crm systems and they were all focused on the deal so they felt very transactional it was mm-hmm. like I'm speaking with Liz and this is the deal and uh, that's the funnel and it's a qualified lead and it has to close. And the frustration was that nothing was really like that. It was, uh, I'm talking about Liz and I'm starting to build rapport mm-hmm. and uh, it could be fruitful after years or maybe instantly. So it was all about the relationship. So basically that frustration led us with Alex to uh, back in 2014 to start, we quit our jobs, we formed a team of people uh, to create technology. uh, And nowadays also uh, knowledge to build a habit, so to help people and professionals build a habit of cultivating and investing uh, in their relationships and uh, making sure that they build trust. Mm. So changing a bit the perspective that we had back in the day.
0: Yeah. So what does Cove do and how does it work?
1: So, as a company, we're, because what Cove is, is basically a team of very passionate people that are, we are offering, we are offering the tools, uh, and we're also offering uh, expert advice to users on how to build relationships. Now, on a more practical level, what we have is, we have a um, uh, technology, like we have an app uh, in the stores, in the app stores, that you, you can think about it like an exercise app for your, Networking, mm. so it helps you go into the habit of investing time and making sure that you keep in touch with people. You follow up, so it reminds you to follow up. It puts you in the frame of mind to take notes uh, on what you discussed, on what the important things are in the relationship. Uh, it also, obviously, we utilize some of the uh, latest in uh, in tech, like AI and uh, to understand what news might affect the other person, so to to nudge you, uh, let's say that uh, someone is a football fan and you, for, you don't follow football to nudge you on what to talk about or what could break the ice. So in in one form we have an app that helps you build a habit of building relationships, but then we do collaborate, so we're not just only pure tech. I mean we are enabled by tech. Then mm-hmm. we 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 form partnership with uh, with global experts. Uh, like uh, Doug Lester, he's um, he, he teaches uh, MBAs in a leading Ivy League school in the States on uh, how to progress their career. Mm. And we are doing a lot of, uh, we're producing videos with him on how do you do that uh, through relationships. And then with uh, another partner, uh, who teaches uh, companies uh, like, like big consulting firms in the States, in the US, on how. To actually do business development through relationships. Again, we try to create bite-sized um, videos and uh, uh, advice that we share in our blog and in in our app to help people create strategies on how to actually make the most of our, of their network. Yeah. And very recently, of course, Professor Dunbar as well on the on the science behind it. Mm.
0: Yes, that's we can... one
1: we're very proud of. Yeah.
0: So who who are your clients and who are the people that are using your, your tools? What what kinds of size of business are they? What kind of sectors are they from? So our tools are available
1: in the stores. So you could say anyone can download and use them. Uh, they're readily available for individual to use them. Uh, our main users, so uh, most are, are, of our users are in the US and then the second country is the UK. Mm-hmm. And our users are professionals that uh, rely on their network so you, we have a lot of entrepreneurs we have a lot of small business owners we have um, our, our realtors uh, real estate brokers insurance brokers people that where their network is fundamental to their way they do business and then we also have executives and management in large companies like large banks uh, consulting firms, but again, it's available to download and use as an individual. You don't have; it's not like uh, sold directly to businesses mm. as such.
0: And and how are they finding it? What kind of results they're getting from from using your your tools?
1: <laughs> well, we we have we have very very strong reviews and testimonials in the stores, so we're very happy with that. Uh, so we have very happy users. We make we have a process whereby we we like to engage our our very active users. So we have a process where we uh, email our users and we have about a hundred conversations through email every month with our users and that leads to uh, six face-to-face interviews that our product team has with our users. And, and the reason for that is that we constantly get advice. Uh, it's it's like a two-way relationship. We mm-hmm. get advice on what other uh, tools, uh, features and education that would want in the platform to make the most of their networking. And also many times they also give us a lot of insight on how the platform has helped in their particular um, uh, industry. Mm-hmm. So that helps us obviously concentrate there on different uh, features and on different uh, uh, on different like different for different sectors and actually share that knowledge. Many some of our users actually come on video and share that knowledge as well, and we we post it in our blog and in, in our in our app.
0: Now, something that I know you talk about, which I think sounds really interesting, is the seven pillars of networking. So, what are the seven pillars, Yanis?
1: The seven pillars of friendship. Yes, this is this is a a very interesting one because uh, I, I don't know if uh, your listeners are aware, but um, the, we we are very very um, because we look at networking uh, in depth. There's a, a, a number called the Dun- number, which is that uh, any uh, Human can have up to 150 meaningful relationships, and it was um, it was created through the research of Professor Robin Dunbar, uh, who uh, heads evolutionary psychology at Oxford University in the UK. And actually, through our relationships, which is part of uh, what we really believe in, it, of course, uh, we actually met with uh, Professor Dunbar back in December, mm-hmm. and we started a podcast with him uh, where we. I basically talk casually with uh, Professor Dalmar and I ask him to share the 25 years of research that he has Mm -hmm. on how humans actually have evolved in in these social creatures and how they actually cultivate uh, relationships. And through that, in the first episode, we talk a lot about the seven pillars of friendship, uh, where the professor explains that through his research, he's seen that uh, language and actually dialect um, so these are these are pillars. of when you meet someone, let, let me do an intro before I explain them mm-hmm. all. All seven of them. But when you meet someone, the, we we sub, subliminally gauge uh, how many of this, how, what commonalities we have across them, mm. and that creates a sense, a, a quicker sense of rapport and um, and bond between the the two uh, yes. individuals. So it's language and dialect. Then it's the location where uh, we grew up, so we a common location that creates an instant uh, bond. It's the career uh, trajectory that we have, so lawyers will hang out with lawyers, as the professor t- explains, because that becomes it's a very big part of their life and that becomes a very common uh, ground. Of course, hobbies and interests. Um, then the, the world view, so things like religion or how we perceive different uh, global uh, affairs, mm-hmm. And then the most interesting ones uh, that were mentioned were music like s- similar music tastes and similar humor yeah are, are very big uh, aspects that we judge when we meet someone uh, and, and we build rapport through them
0: yeah that's that's interesting and that's definitely true isn't it I know when if you're on holiday and you happen to meet someone else from your country there's an instant rapport there isn't there even you know, yes you know, you've never met <laughs> before
1: <laughs> exactly uh, and the professor was telling me that it's through the research that they've done uh, he was sharing that the if you match on many of those pillars then the individuals become much more willing to uh, uh offer help and uh, to reciprocate uh, uh, help that the other one may, may need mm. without with, with the less interaction you'd like
0: yeah so i guess we're drawn to other people that are similar to us aren't we
1: yes and then he goes on which is very interesting to explain that we this is like the evolution from a village society where it was just a family to now we're living in huge uh, uh, urban areas where the family has been replaced by um friends and and, and so but we do carry a lot of that uh, instinct with us mm. uh, still today
0: yeah interesting now i know that also you're you're a, you're a theater lover and um, that you, that you talk about how entertainment can be a foundation for building professional relationships. So tell me something about that.
1: Okay, where do I start? So I love theatre, uh, personally. And uh, when I used to live in London, that was a very big uh, part of my, of, of my life, mm-hmm. theatre. And then actually, I, I did start a company with a friend, a non-profit. And we produce theatre, mm. and then with another friend we started um, uh, a stage store, which is a theatre discovery app, uh, which is live in uh, London. Uh, yeah, you can find it in London. And um, so ha- theatre has been very, a very very big part of my life. Uh, but interestingly, it's it has led to um, to seamless relationship building because as you come, so you go into a theatre and coming out, you, you have this this powerful common uh, uh, subject to discuss yeah. with fellow theatre goers.
0: Yeah. And
1: it's amazing how that creates a conversation, a momentum, and uh, you can like, go in as strangers and come out as friends. Yes. And uh, in comedies, uh, Professor Dunbar was saying that in comedies that's even more powerful. So if you were laughing uh, with strangers and you come out of, of, a, of, a, of a comedy uh, club, for example, the, the, this is an amplified effect. Uh, when, when you've been laughing with strangers, and you come out of it, you come out as friends, as a community.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. It's, it's that shared experience, isn't it? That thing you have in common.
1: Yes, absolutely. Yeah, well, well, I've noticed it from, you know, personal uh, experiences. But now it's interesting to see that there's a uh, whole science behind it.
0: Yeah. Now, what what would you say the current networking trends are? I mean, obviously, things have changed so much over the last three years. Um, what what do you think that the landscape is like now in terms of networking?
1: Well, that's a, that's a very interesting question. So, there, there are different aspects. One is that we've become very busy, and that has forced us to become very transactional mm-hmm. with our with 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 the. With our network, yeah, I'll mention networking because if we assume like, like networking is the beginning, and then we the beginning of meeting people, and then we invest time in building relationships. That that second part has, uh, if we're going to talk collectively, has started to be ne- diminish. And we we seek a, t- a transaction very early in the relationship. Mm. So, so we've become very transactional. We go on LinkedIn, we exchange some emails, with some uh, text, uh, some. Uh, then we go on a call and we try to find um the reciprocal or the value you' like before we actually build the trust mm-hmm. so I think that's a big that, that was a big trend and I I am quite positive that it's starting to change we are we are seeing in our industry many people talk about return on relationship I mean there's a buzzword for everything and mm-hmm. this is like a, a buzzword that I've seen being used which I love when I see it because people now have realized that both, it has uh, both in a career, in the career environment, so progressing your career, but also in the business environment, growing your business. In order to, for people to differentiate, the the transactional strat- strategy is not enough anymore. You need to differentiate yourself, and th- there's a, a big trend in differentiating by actually making an effort and investing time in building relationships. Mm. So that's what one thing I saw changing and now hopefully there's a trend to uh, understand and explain it and, and, and uh, pass on the knowledge to younger generations that actually to differentiate yourself you have to go into, back into investing time to build relationships mm. now of course the other big trend is hybrid uh, working Yeah, uh, which this is a bit of a, a, a scary one because in, in, in large urban areas like in big cities We've seen uh, after the pandemic, we've seen like a situation where you would have uh, people that have, let's say that takes the UK, they, they've uh, they've they've grew up in one uh, uh, city or one part of the country, then they would study in another one and then they would go work in, let's say in London, mm-hmm. where they will need to build a new social circle because they have, I mean, their school friends and everyone's not there. and or might not be there and then and then they instead of going in an office and having all these interactions that uh, would help build uh, relationships they are there many many times working in a hybrid environment in, in, in an offline in, in an online environment mm-hmm. like a video and and that becomes really difficult and very very stressful and demanding and, and this is why we are now becoming much more aware of mental health, mm-hmm. and, and and it's great that this is this is now becoming a big uh, issue, and people are looking at it closely because the it, it, I mean we, it's been linked uh, through research as well uh, that the the well our well-being is heavily dependent on uh, social bonds, and of course our collabor our effective collaboration within the work environment is again heavily dependent on effective social bonds. So this new age of hybrid working and online working, coupled with the uh, large companies and uh, people moving to big cities, uh, it's uh, it's it's has a, an amplifying effect on loneliness, mm-hmm. and uh, there are so many studies showing it. So, yeah, I know I've opened a big subject here. So <laughs> we are very, very, very uh, concerned, and again, this goes into our vision of actually sharing a lot of know, uh, like awareness and knowledge. Two people to help them cultivate actual relationships and bonds. Mm.
0: Do you think it's it's a positive thing then that we're now starting to move back more towards networking in person as opposed to networking online? I mean, I think networking online is going to continue anyway, but there is there is now more people actually meeting in the same physical space now. Do you think that's a positive thing?
1: Yes, absolutely. And I think the coming out of the pandemic has proved that we are social creatures. As soon as the Mm. As soon as the pandemic, uh, as soon as the um, uh, restrictions were lifted, everyone was back into uh, in the pubs in the UK and uh, <laughs> back in, the, in the huge events and uh, in, like the concerts, which is very positive. And I think if we do come to realize that the 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 the, the hybrid world, of course, is upon us, and we, we of course we should have video calls, but if we realize that we should make an effort to meet in person as well. And then the video becomes a nice amplifier of mm. the relationship because it gives you the opportunity to meet over a video when you didn't have it before. Yeah. Uh, so, so, so you could have more frequency, but you still, we shouldn't like consider it a replacement of no. uh, actually meeting in person.
0: No. So here, here's a, a, maybe a tricky question for you. What do you love most about networking?
1: <laughs> so, uh. I love. I really, I really enjoy meeting people that have very different experience than I, than I have. But this is very personal, of course. Uh, but I, I am very, very intrigued by meeting peoples of people of totally different paths and different opinions. And uh, so, one of the most exciting things for me when I'm uh, building new relationships is the fact that I'm exposed to a totally different. Uh, when I'm exposed, especially when I'm exposed to a very different way of thinking and perspective and their skill set, then that really intrigues me. So I really enjoy that part of connecting with different people than I am and actually working with people that have to- totally different experiences and skills than I do.
0: Yeah. And why would you encourage small business owners to network? You know, uh, solopreneurs where they're doing everything in their business, they might think, oh, I haven't got time to go and network for my business. Why do you think that they should make an effort to do that?
1: Well I, th- I think especially for solopreneurs and uh, small business owners, I think networking is fundamental in in many of the of the uh, pillars of the business. So. The, the obvious one is uh, business development. So the business development, not just in finding new clients, but also in with, from their existing clients. So we, uh, I was reading a research recently. Actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna quote the source in a minute, because I, I had the time. I was building a presentation. I was I was looking at a research that showed that a, a very big uh, percent of revenue of average revenue companies. Comes from existing of growth and revenue comes from existing uh, clients, mm-hmm. and it's it, so. One thing is, of course, the the if you do stay in touch. And I'm, I'm going to avoid the word networking, not because so networking is great to build new contacts as well. But then I would say that investing in the existing relationships that the business has, the small business has, could lead into two things. One is selling more to that business, so growing the business you're doing together, the collaboration that you have in the business, it can lead to referrals, so you have to be top of mind, so let's say that I'm talking with an existing uh, customer of mine, if I do make sure, as a solopreneur, if I do make sure that I'm in touch with them, uh, understand that they're happy with the service I, I, I offer, and of course that's great for customer service, but also it brings me top of mind, so I can talk about new projects I'm doing that could inspire them to buy more services from me or just by updating them and reminding them about our relationship. The next time they're talking with someone and that someone is looking for what I'm offering, let's say design, for example, then I would be the first to be referred assuming there is trust, support and frequency in our relationship. Mm-hmm. So I think one thing is business development. I think it's, it's really, really important to make sure that So the players are proactive in in building new relationships, but also in investing in their existing ones. Uh, The second thing is the the opportunity for collaboration. So again, I'm going to take a designer as an example, but the the opportunity for the designer to collaborate with, for example, uh, a developer. Uh, uh, So a designer uh, can collaborate with a developer and then share uh, projects or create a. Uh, a collaboration that's mutually beneficial. So again, it it, it creates, it allows the uh, entrepreneur to think outside the everyday boundaries that, uh, that unfortunately they're forced into through the very demanding uh, work life that we currently <laughs> have nowadays. So I think, the and, that, and I think that's the biggest challenge, the fact that we're so busy on our everyday life that we think that, Networking or calling someone to see how they're doing uh, and see how their work is doing and what their new challenges are, we think that that's a, a second of secondary priority. Mm. Uh, and I believe putting that in, in uh, as a primary and actually as a habitual, uh, so maybe putting a, a slot in your calendar to be doing it can be very beneficial for uh, business growth.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's been a really great conversation. Thank you very much, Yannis. So just finally then, if people want to find out more about you or about COVE, what's the best place for them to find you?
1: So we have a a, a website, uh, which is www.cove.com where you can find a lot about the uh, business, but then I'm Yannis Gavrilidis, and I'm very open to connecting to people on LinkedIn so they can find uh, a lot about me and connect there.
0: Great. Well, thank you very much for being my guest and uh, the best of luck with your networking going forward.
1: Thank you very much for having me, Liz. It's been a pleasure.
0: Thanks for listening to Small Business, Big Network. If you found this podcast useful, please do rate, review and subscribe. And don't forget to share it with the rest of your network too.